Jen, we're going to be at the Everything to Do with Sex Show at Mississauga's International Center from November 29th to December 1st. That's right, the GTA's sexiest party is back and it's never been sexier, probably because we're going to be there. The show features non-stop main stage entertainment, sexy shopping, and informative seminars featuring yours truly. And for the real naughty ones, there's even a dungeon. Visit everythingtodowithsex.com and save 25% off tickets when you use the promo code DATEME. That's promo code DATEME in case you didn't hear us the first time. We hope to see you there. Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely. Is it our personalities or are we just hella homely? You swipe left and I swipe right sitting on my couch at night hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast. When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Oh, what's been going on though, guys? What happened this week? Anything exciting? No I don't, I, like, It's been like a non-eventful it's so me. rainy today. I'm just it's, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. It was super dreary. I do I do appreciate a good rainy day, though, because then I, like, don't have to put effort into, like, my hair. Because when it's mm. really rainy out, I just don't care. Because the rain ma- means that, like, my hair will go curly anyway, so I can just go natural. Mm. I woke up this morning, I could just, like, to, I woke up to a thunderstorm, and I could hear the rain, and I was like, this walk to work is going to be miserable today, or I'm going to have to take the TTC, which you really don't want to, and then, weirdly, it stopped raining for, like, the time frame that I walked to work. It was fantastic. Oh, that's oh. perfect. How long does it take you to walk to work now? Like, 35 minutes. That's a great walk. It is Wow. You're I get my 10,000 like... steps in just from walking to and from work. Mm-hmm. I love oh, that. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right, all right. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening today. It's Somebody Date Us. It's a Sal. It's Lauren. And it's Carly. And as always, we're kicking things off with a little segment we like to call, Why Are You Single? So, a Sal, if you were single, um, so our listeners, don't forget, a Sal is now in a relationship. <laughs> um, so, a Sal, what's something that you've done that's, like, annoying, <laughs> to your partner. Yeah. So reasons I should probably still be single. That's exactly um, what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I feel like I'm very, very annoying in general. But lately, like, it is a new relationship. And I'm constantly always finding myself being like, do you even like me? <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds oh, yeah, just I like you. I know. <laughs> and then, like, I just find that I am, like, always, like, needing, like, reassurance from him. And he's like babe like shut up yes like I'm with you for a reason I'm like but but what like why (laughs) anyway so um I should be single because I'm so fucking annoying Asal you are not annoying and honestly this guy likes you so freaking much he is so head over heels for you stop (laughs) yeah but you also your love language is words of affirmation so you just need him to tell you that like eight times a day it's true JD if you're out there and if you're listening you need to tell her how much you like her and he does. He actually does tell me all the time, but I'm just yeah. like, Do I don't mean believe it. you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I like your impression of yourself. <laughs> That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Lo? So, as you know, I'm like OCD organized. And like, usually, like, everything in my apartment has a place, everything's very organized. Uh, as you guys look around my apartment right now. Um, <laughs> but I have like flaws. a secret. A secret cupboard. Oh. And 
This is what it looks like. <laughs> Classic Tupperware cupboard. This is yeah. my Tupperware cupboard. Every time I open it, everything falls out of it. And I just, I could fix it, but I just don't. I hate it every time I open it, but I'm like, oh, fuck, it's, like, above my fridge. Like, it's just too far. I don't care. So, yeah, that's my deep, dark secret. Nice. Wow. I mean, we all have that one drawer. Yeah, we do. That's, like, you're not alone. Yeah, I mean, you should see my makeup cart. Oh, my gosh. There is literally no organization whatsoever for somebody who has the amount of makeup I have and beauty products. Oh, my God. Like, it's a three-tier makeup thing, and it's overflowing. With wheels? With wheels, and it has a basket on the floor. Like, I have so much shit. (laughs) That's every makeup cart. Ever. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, But, yeah, so I'm single this week because, you know, I I don't know. my, My sex drive is at an all time low. Mine has been too lately, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's, it's very low. Like, I'm not, there's no inclination. Like, I just, even when I go out, I'm not like, ooh. Like, I will say, oh, I should mention this. I did get propositioned. Oh. Not to, like, bang for real, but, like, oh. that could could have led to that. But it was more like, okay. uh, why don't you come back to my place tonight? Mm. And this is with, like, an ex-lover. And I was like, ooh. where was this? Um, This was this past weekend. Oh. Yeah, and uh, it's with a guy who, like, We've had, we've been, you guys don't know him. Um, He's a guy from my past and uh, it was really great seeing him, but it just, I don't know. Like, honestly, like I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, the ship has sailed. I mean, I would definitely do him in the future, but like, it was just like that. (laughs) At the moment. At the moment, I was like, I'm like, oh, if I come over, it's all like fun and games until like somebody gets a boner. You know what I mean? And then I have to be like, I'm not into it. Now you're going to blue balls and you're going to cry yourself to sleep. So I heard blue balls is scientifically not a thing. So It's not like, well, I'm. (laughs) Then what is it then? Well, like, okay, what happens? Mike, what happens with blue balls? It's painful. So, like, you're like you want to come really, like you want to like. Yeah, well. What is it? Well, fine. Maybe scientifically proven that like, it doesn't come from like, I don't know, getting horny. Mm-hmm. Like what guys will try to like put it as. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's all. I guess it's like a way of like, the description of it's like you know, it's almost like you're edging, if you know what edging is. Yeah. Reaching to the point of like climax yeah. and stopping kind yeah. of thing like that. So like, you know, the juices are flowing and you know, after you get to a point and then all of a sudden you just have to like stop it right before it Fair. explodes. Can we talk about like the female version of edging though? Like you guys, like let's say like not when you're having sex. Was that you're, kegels? Like, no. No. But when you're like, uh, when you're masturbating no, and like, stupid. you know, on. you know when you're masturbating and you're like, you're like, I could come right now if I wanted to, but I want this to like last a little bit longer. Yeah. Do you guys ever have that? Yeah, I hardly come, so. And, like, you keep on... Not really. The thing is, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I always, like, whenever I'm about to and I, like, need to, like, switch things up a bit, like, I kind of have, like, a mini orgasm. And then when I actually do, like, come real, like, it's not as intense. Mm. Uh, yeah, that happens sometimes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, damn, yeah, yeah. that really sucks. Like, it's, yeah. I think that's, like, the female version of edging. You are kind of, like, <laughs> riding the lightning. You have to mm-hmm. try to get, like, that, that right moment. Because if you go too long... Yeah, it's not that enjoyable mm-hmm. when you actually do come. You're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. But then if you get at that right moment, then you're For just sure. like, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Whee. Anyway. Okay, Anyways, we- let's get back on topic here. Um, okay, so today's episode, we are going to be talking about a very controversial topic of mansplaining. So now this is usually seen as a negative term. Um because it's usually like... what oh, it is. Yeah, it is It is a negative term, right? Yeah. We're going to spin it later in the episode. Yeah. I have a joke. Can I, can I say yeah. a joke right now? Yes. Guys. 
What is a mansplainer's favorite movie? I don't know. What? Well, love, actually. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, uh, I like that. That's a, that's a good example. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. The, the actual definition of it is the explanation of something by a man, typically to a woman, in a manner regarded as condescending or patronizing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to eventually turn this around to, like, a positive note. You'll see how we do it. But... Let's talk a bit about, like, our initial thoughts of mansplaining and if we have any examples of people mansplaining. So I, I also found, like, another definition okay. that I want to add, too. Yeah. So, um, so mansplaining is when a man explains something to a woman with a condescending tone about something she knows very well. That's, like, another mm-hmm. definition, too. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> I have an example of okay. someone mansplaining me. Oh. Can are we getting into that? Yeah, right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I once had a guy mansplain to me how to correctly pronounce my own name. Stop. <laughs> Wait, what? How? Pardon? Yeah. They were like, oh, it's pronounced Sal. And like he was just like saying it like weird. And I yeah. was like, Okay, no, it's Asal. Okay, but like I'm also the way that I say my name is like the like white version. North American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be so, what's the non? <laughs> what's the non North American version? Well, like the like Persian version. <laughs> <laughs> I just found our episode title. Persian. Explaining the Persian <laughs> version. Um, it's Asal. Oh, okay. So more like emphasis on this. But anyway, like he was saying it completely like yeah, not, even, not that. even that. Like assault. Yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like it's a hell. Anyway, but I'm like, it's my own fucking name. Exactly. <laughs> like, calm down, Chad. I feel like I've probably like, here's the thing is because I know there's gonna be people because I know when we talked about fuck boys, there was people being like, there's fuck girls too. Like I've <laughs> 100% also probably would explain something to someone in some point in my life. But I just feel like there is for sure more of an emphasis on men mansplaining just because of like the nature of the world we live in right at this time where there's so much focus on like women's rights and feminism and and everything feminism Mm -hmm. and everything else (laughs) i said that weird (laughs) um like i feel like when this is getting like a little bit dark but i feel like when there was that uh, all over the news everything about like the abortion rights in Alabama was it yeah Yeah. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of examples of mansplaining in that whole case because all the decision makers were men who didn't make any sense like that did obviously like had I don't know never seen a female before had a mom or sister or daughter Mm -hmm. or something in their lives because it was just like women everywhere were like what the actual fuck yes Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah would you guys have examples of being mansplained I will say in my in my personal life, um, I think I, I've never had a man mansplain anything to me that I could have that I could think of. I, I I think I'm very fortunate that a lot of the men in my life that well the men I've come across, I think they do see me as their equal. I don't know if I'm like, do I have big dick energy? <laughs> I think I do. I think I'm a bit of like, and I think I'm definitely like a bro, like I'm definitely like like a, a guy's girl to a certain mm-hmm. ex, you know sure. to a certain extent so mm-hmm. i don't know 
And I, I've never really had anybody try and talk down to me or mansplain something. Well, you just don't get it because of X, Y, and Z. Like not even in like the workplace, like have a boss or something that. Well, I've had like horrible bosses before, but it's never been like mansplaining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, also, I feel like in a corporate working environment where I work, it's very, very like age, like HR, like you, you can't say shit. Like if, if, mm-hmm. if that, if my old boss tried to say something to me, oh my God, I like was ready. I was like, I, I need to go to HR because you're like the worst human in the world. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, I feel like, yes, but no, I, I, I feel like I've been very fortunate. Like I could not for the life of me think of mm-hmm. a time that I've been mansplained. Just, yeah. I, I feel like, you know what? I can't necessarily think of very specific examples, but I know 100% I've been mansplained to. And I think that, I think this is like part of the whole like female feminism movement is that we have probably grown up being surrounded by people mansplaining shit to us and we just kind of brush mm-hmm. it off like it's nothing and yeah. we don't even notice it because we're used to it. Mm-hmm. And like, I know for sure I've had people mansplain like stupid shit to me all the time, but like, like I just don't think anything like I think twice about it. Like mm-hmm. I just don't, I, I obviously don't let it affect me because I'm not like gonna just get in an argument with people yeah. over like stupid shit. But I definitely think I've probably, it happens more often than I think, but I've just never stopped and went, mm-hmm. you know what? That was really condescending, yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Because in a weird way, you've been, like, conditioned to it. Yeah, yeah. And there's, just, like, a whole generation uh, of women that's like, no, yeah. like, cut that shit out. Yeah, like, wait. I know exactly what it is. So yeah. maybe I have a mansplaining, too, exactly. but I just it's haven't exactly. picked up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's all, okay, remember, this is, like, kind of going off track, but remember that guy that, like, stuck his hand in the pull yeah. of my jeans yes. mm-hmm. so this isn't mansplaining but I remember after I, yeah. le- I was so uncomfortable the whole date and after I left the date and I was walking home and I remember calling Nassal and talking about it and I was like yeah but you know like he did all this weird shit but like now that I think about it he was like I would probably go see him again and then I was like no you know what like mm-hmm. this is the reason we have like all of these issues in society is because people like just brush it off like yeah. oh you know what but like maybe he was just like Horny, I don't know. Like, yeah, no. give him another oh, chance. Yeah, give him another chance. It's like, fuck you. No, you're a horrible, horrible human. But mm, yeah. so I feel like we're just like conditioned too. But let's like make it a little bit less dark and get to our positive point soon. But before we get there, I want to know. Um, Wait, Sal, do you have something you want to say? Um, well, I had nice. I had some um, some mansplaining things like people posted on Twitter. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. So. Let's so unpack this girl, this, shit show. <laughs> um, this one girl, I don't know, should I say their names? I'll say their names. No. Mia Brett on Twitter <laughs> wrote, a man told me I couldn't try bras on in the store because I might get milk on them. I was 20 and not pregnant. Oh my God. Oh my God. Allison McCartney on Twitter said, uh, I had a guy mansplain how to ride a bike while I'm on my bike by a guy sitting in his SUV driving next to me. <laughs> Uh, Belinda McBride said, a man. <laughs> Belinda. Belinda. A man, a paramedic. Shout out to our girl Chantel, Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> a man, a paramedic, told me not to worry about giving birth because it was, because it was no different or painful than pooping. Right. Well, what? Um, then this other girl, Melissa, wrote, um, she was mansplained about her own orgasm. That's awesome. I feel like I've probably been mansplained about when I, like, explain to people that I, like, don't orgasm that easily. Oh, yeah. 
does mansplaining come from a place of just like total like ignorance and you're embarrassed yeah. Yeah. and so you're just going to like spew a bunch of shit because you don't know any better yeah it does come from a place of ignorance um, like so defensive like mansplaining yeah. is a total defense mechanism yeah. don't do it it's just like they want to, to, to feel myself. like they're a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. always like usually towards like a topic where like the girl knows more about like mm-hmm. her own body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mike, Mike, I, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but like, have you ever been called out for mansplaining? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been called out for it. Yeah. I've been mansplaining myself. My other man. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening. But um, I feel like yeah, everyone no, totally does I have. And it's uh, when I've when I've done it. It's been so like unintentional. Like you don't really you don't catch it mm-hmm. until you become like aware of the whole premise of it and everything else. So for me it usually comes with things that like I'm super passionate about with like movies or music and if I'm in like a group setting and if like there's women there, like let's say if I'm talking about like, like a certain band and after like I'll start like naming their songs and like mm-hmm. start like then I'll get into like you no know, naming the members of the bands and saying everything else to that. And it's with like a group of people that more than likely know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But for yeah. some reason, inherently, maybe because you haven't been around that many women talking about mm-hmm. these kind of subjects, you feel a need to, like, explain more. So uh, I, don't, I don't think that's mansplaining, though. No, I feel like it is, though, because I'm assuming that they don't know. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Which, so, so I've definitely we, been mansplained to before because then, because I do not consider that mansplaining. So yeah. we... Okay. <laughs> I found, like, this, like, handy little diagram, which I'll post on our social media, of, like, how to know if you're mansplaining. So it's, like, what are those, like, quizzes you used to see in Cosmo? Or, I mean, they probably still have it in Cosmo. I just uh-huh. don't read it. But it's, like, you start off with a question and then the line goes to, like, if you answer yes or no, it oh, goes yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. But, like, obviously, it's, that's very hard to explain over a microphone. So I've just picked the main points from it. But basically, like, it starts with, did she ask you to explain or he? Exactly. And if you say yes, then that's not mansplaining. Exactly. If you say no, then ask yourself, do you have more relevant experience to speak to the topic? So if, like, for example, like the pregnancy comment from the paramedic, mm-hmm. like, okay, this, this man obviously doesn't know what it's like to give birth mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe this woman does. Mm-hmm. So you can't really speak to it because you haven't gone exactly. through it. Yeah, congratulations, uh, you study, but you're not a woman. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then so it's like, um, if you answer yes, that you do have more experience to speak about it, then keep talking. If you answer no, or she has more expertise or experience, you're probably mansplaining. Yeah. It's a very handy diagram. I think most men should carry it around. Yeah. I also <laughs> have reference. something handy too Ooh, okay. from uh, mensjournal.com. Oh. So these are, these are some questions um, you can ask yourself um, to make sure you're never guilty of mansplaining. Um, so number one, ask yourself, does the person you're talking to seem like they're looking for feedback or interested in hearing from you? Mm-hmm. Number two, do you even know this person? Exactly. <laughs> Number three, are they paying you to instruct them in something like kayaking or ballroom <laughs> dancing? Like, are you an I'm expert like, in this yes. topic? Uh-huh. Um, number four, are you related to this person? Mm. Um, number five, was a thing... Was the thing they said actually incorrect or do you just need to prove that you're smart? Yes. Number six, do you just want someone to think you're cool or smart? Or sorry, no. Do you just want someone you think is cool and smart to notice you? That's the last one. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Good yeah. Tips. I like that. 
So there's some handy advice for all you mansplainers or womensplainers. Yeah. Out there. Um, but we are going to kind of like turn this around because I guess you wouldn't really use the term mansplaining because we're actually asking Mike to mansplain for us. Yeah. Um, but we're going to call it mansplaining anyways because you're a man and you're explaining it to us. <laughs> we're redefining it. Also, I'm not going to lie. When we were when we were like, oh, we're going to talk about mansplaining. I was like, oh, I hate when people do that on the subway. <laughs> I was thinking manspreading. Oh. Yeah, exactly. When a guy is just like, I'm like, whenever I see a guy on the subway and his legs are so far apart, I'm like, wow, you must have a huge dick and like massive balls if you have to I take do. up two fucking seats with your giant <laughs> knees. Like, buddy, listen, I like women, we try to make ourselves so yeah, fucking yeah. small. Like, we want to be like, mm, we're so small, we can fit in a cupboard. Like, I, I don't want to be put in a cupboard, by the way. Like, I don't want to die yet. But like, <laughs> but like, why do guys want to take up so much room? It's such like, it's such like an, um, it's, what it's like an unconscious thing that they yeah. do to make themselves like appear bigger. It's like peacocking to a certain extent, and that's sometimes. Okay. But, but for he, me, I was like, gonna say this is where we can start it off. Explain to us, yeah. Mike, yeah. why do people man spread? <laughs> sometimes it can come with like, like sure, like a peacock thing, like you said. But I'm a dude with like really broad shoulders, and so for the most part, like on public transit, like those seats are just not made for kind of like just. But that's your shoulders, people. not your legs. But at the same time, like you're taking up space, and like if you're long legs, you kind of want to like air out that space as well. So again, it's coming from you. You grew up. You grew up doing it. You're not aware that you know you're consuming that much space and everything else. <laughs> that. So it's like a weird inherent thing that you don't even really truly think mm, about. You just don't um, know you're doing it. Yeah, you just don't know you're really doing it. But at the same time, that's why I don't really like sit in those like public transit kind of. Yeah, fair. You picked the better, like, you just picked a stand or know how to sit properly. Exactly. Or make sure, like, the seat beside me is, like, no, there's some space there and everything else like that. Or if it's a long trip, just deal with the pain of your legs squishing your nuts. I mean, like, we're the same height and I manage, so... <laughs> no, same height, but we're not the same build. But also, so, I know. don't have like your balls sticking to your thighs. <laughs> then, like, cut your balls off. Like, I don't know if they're that <gasps> an inconvenience. Can you do that? Can you get neutered? Um, you can. Okay, it's called, it's called the BME Olympics. Don't look it up. But we okay. I've seen it. We <laughs> we had some um, of our listeners provide us some um, different things that they wanted mansplained by. Mike. All right, let's see. Um, as I, well we as we have like some of our own too, yeah. aside from man spreading. I have not looked at these. So I, that's good. So this is like you haven't had any time to prep, which is awesome. Right, so we'll get your the real honest Mike. So right. Sal, do you want to go first with Yeah, one? I'll go first. So uh, this is a listener submitted question. Why do you love romance in movies but can't think of anything romantic to plan yourself? <laughs> <laughs> this one hits home. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh God! I don't know it's it's so it's so tough because <sighs> just say how it is, Mike. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's because when you watch things like sure romance and movies and stuff like that with film and everything else, it's very much like a fantasy thing. You're watching characters that, for the most part, seem like they have their lives in check, but that doesn't always correlate to like reality and everything else. Like that so um, you could be dealing with different shit than those characters are and everything else so it makes it difficult sometimes you don't always correlate the person on the screen to who you are in real life so it's um like what do you mean like you can't like envision yourself doing it exactly you can't envision yourself doing it 
Um, you know, at the end of the movie, if most more than likely, you know, it's going to ha- end happily ever after. <laughs> but, you know, your life goes on. So you don't know if that's going to be the case or anything mm, else. There's a lot yeah. of insecurities and everything else. Got it. You know, the girl could like it in the movie, but then, like, you start thinking about real life. But, like, no, that's fucking lame. Yeah. What would happen? You're kind of scared of what, how the person will react because you know it's probably not going to be the reaction that, like, the girl in the notebook has. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like it in there, but will they actually really like it? Yeah. Okay. You double guess yourself. Interesting. Okay. My next question. Shoot. We actually got this from a few people, including myself. So, what does it really mean when a guy wants to split the bill on a first date or a second date? Or early dates? Um, I feel like at that point, duh. I feel like at that point, maybe he's really just not that into you. Oh. That's from, that's okay. from my perspective. It's honest. If it's mm-hmm. a, a first date... Um, I've said this out loud, like, if it's a first date, like, I'll take care of it. Yeah, Mike has always said, like, first mm-hmm. date, he's always going to get the bill. Yeah, so. if you guys want to figure it out what happens afterwards, so after you guys have talked more and got to know each other, that's cool. But the first date, just take care of it, make it simple, and whatever. But if you're, like, splitting, and especially if he's asked you out, mm-hmm. that's weird as shit. So what happens if he asks to split, but then still asks you to go on another date? So, like, he's obviously... And so he is, to some extent. Some, there is like an interest. In. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I feel like that's a discussion to bring up. So like, hey, so what's up with your? Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like that is. Why are totally you cheap? <laughs> no, I feel like that's totally fair to bring up. Like you're getting to know the person, so I want to know what's your opinion on like splitting bills. Like how come, you know, mm-hmm. you decide to do it on the first day. Not that I'm judging. I'm judging. Judging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel that's fair to say. Okay, so, Mike, what is it with guys asking for a three-way the second they find out that you're bisexual? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love your reaction to these questions. That's, that's the uneducated. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, I know. It's, um, no, that's just stupid guy brain. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's really just stupid adolescent guy brain. You automatically be like, oh, well, she's into that. She must be into... It's a weird correlating sexuality, like, like, what's the proper wording of saying it? You know, like, yeah, mixing up, like, someone's sexual preference with, like, the fantasy of sex, like, Mm, yes. Yeah. Like, they don't automatically correlate. Just because someone's bisexual doesn't mean they're a freak, that they Mm want to get down with, like, threesomes or anything else. Or maybe because of... uh, porn adult entertainment and everything else that especially with a lot of like young males that's maybe what they correlated to but it's like an automatic yeah it's just a it's a really dumb thing to go with (laughs) they're just dumb in short (laughs) no it it, it really is it really is because again you're basing things off assumption you're basing things that you watch on um, videos on like television or movies Mm -hmm. without actually having a discussion with the person after they just shared yeah that yeah i've been in a same-sex relationship on um, bisexual or anything else that's like and if anything that's a that's an open door to like actually get to know someone instead of automatically just being like okay <laughs> so she does have some hot friends maybe we can convince them yeah to like, yeah it's mm-hmm. fair okay next uh listener submitted question what on earth makes a guy want to s- want to send messages through instagram asking if a woman wants to bang or just slide into dms in general so what makes a guy want to send those those types of messages? Oh, okay. say it again. Say it again. 
So what makes a guy want mm-hmm. to send messages through Instagram asking okay. if a girl wants to bang or just in general sliding into DMs? Like what makes a guy want to do that? It's just straight up just horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That would be my yeah. answer yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't need horn. to mansplain that. Because yeah. like, I've had those. <laughs> You've done it. I've done it. <laughs> I'm very Heck, I've done it. it. Yeah, We've yeah. all slid into DMs. Yeah. I mean, I haven't asked anyone if they want to Yeah, bang, I didn't open with that. I've straight up like messaged people be like, hey, can I send you something? Mm. Like a straight up like pick in my dick or whatever. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. And after. <laughs> you were one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, love that. Like, I love, like, <laughs> I love it when a guy asks because I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, it depends who, <laughs> who, it, is. who it is. And, and that's what I felt. If anything, most of you ask, and they say, like, yeah, sure, please. And yeah. Like, okay, cool. But I do have, okay, so really quick building off of this, though. Like, mm-hmm. why, why, when guys say, like, really weird things, like, when they're sliding into DMs, like, asking mm-hmm. if they want to bang or if they want to, like, lick your asshole, like, things like that. Like, what <laughs> do they aggressive. think? What do they think? we're gonna say though like yeah. what, do they, what do they think we're gonna say back because your success rate is probably so fucking low I cannot you're shotgunning no Carly I, I feel like I feel like the success rate is high and that's why they're doing it because I don't know or is it like a weird like fetish thing like knowing that they're they're like do you think that they're getting off on like asking just sending it just, sending it, just like asking the question there is a bit of that right yeah there okay. is a little bit of like an excel uh, what is a uh, exhilaration of um of like doing something naughty and nasty like that. But at the same time, it doesn't mean that always that their success rate's super high. It's just the fact that maybe it has worked. Mm-hmm. So, so they're now, just trying their luck. So now they, exactly. They're shotgun. They're just spraying and seeing what sticks, mm-hmm. you know, and what hits and everything else. Like that. It's weird because, you know what? If I was talking to a guy and like um, we were like chit-chatting for a bit and yeah. then we started getting like naughty, like... Oh my god, ask me then, but don't start with that. Exactly. Guys, if you're gonna do that, like ease into the conversation. That's the amateur move. See if the girl is fucking cool with it. And I yeah. guarantee you, like, I have so many of my guy friends and I, like, like we have like been talking, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden it's just been like, like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing, like, just like kind of horny. I'm like, oh my god, this is it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and then they'll send me their they'll like like, oh, do you wanna see my dick and I'm like uh-huh. sure Mike wanna see my boobs and then it <laughs> escalates and it's super fun like that's if yeah. you really want to like slide into DMs make sure the person's on the same page be smooth and make yeah. sure that you're on the same page exactly. absolutely I make feel sure like it's consensual guys, yes but I feel like uh, also those sort of guys that just do that are so used to rejection that doesn't phase them yeah, yeah they don't, or they don't or it's the kink or it's the kink just, just asking yes, yeah. Yeah. they like to be rejected and be like oh no There's you those don't want to well. see it you don't and, and like I've had guys who will just send me a dick pic and I'll be like no thanks and then they'll continue to send more without no like conversation I had this guy who would like weekly send me dick pics it was a guy I went on one date with and it didn't work out um and then yeah he would like weekly send me dick pics and I'd be like I'd like open up the message because it'd be like through Instagram and so I'd like open it up because I didn't know what it was Uh and it'd be like a dick in my face literally sexual harassment and then he would continuously do it and like he'd be like oh you don't like it and I'd like read it and not reply and then and then he would still send me dick pics like it was like a thing I think it was like he just like oh yeah yeah Yeah, but like report it like don't just 
say that too. Yes. Guys. Like honestly, yeah, yeah. report it and be like, like congratulations, you are like it's, absolutely which, like congratulations. Like I'm actually going to like contact the authorities yeah. because and that'll scare them off and hopefully they won't do it. Like, like that's just that's like that's a uh, sending dick pics and DMs is like the modern day flasher on the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's so true. Don't fucking do it because guess what happens? Those flashers end up on a sex offender registry, yeah. and guess what? I'm gonna fucking report you. Yeah. Because more than not, you weren't the only person that he sent those dick pics. Oh yeah, to. exactly. He probably yeah. sent it like five other oh, yeah. women and just seeing who would reply back. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. So um yeah no yeah. that's gross. Last user submitted question, Lauren. Okay. So this one's a little bit long, so, like, bear with me here. This is kind of confusing. But why do, I put in brackets, some men, Mm. (laughs) like, no, not all men do this, put the pressure on to turn a casual dating relationship into a serious relationship and then back out when you become interested in that, too? We This person said, we know so many women who have experienced this is it the excitement of the pursuit or maybe something that men think women want to hear? Mm, a little bit. It's a little bit. It's a little loaded. Uh, yeah, that's what I was like. It's long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, you did put out some men in that. Yes. <laughs> Not all men do this, yeah. but. So I feel like, yeah. So I feel like there's a few things. I feel like there is the guys that enjoy the chase um, more than anything. I feel like there's also, it also could be a case of guys that um, don't fully know what they want yet. Um, mm-hmm. they're maybe like engaging with someone. They enjoy seeing that person. They enjoy being around that person, um, before coitus and after coitus. <laughs> and, um, and like they, yeah, you build up that kind of, um, that bond with that person, but you're not quite ready to take that full commitment pledge, but you don't want to lose that person at the same time. So you just tell them what you think they want to hear. So you, there's a little bit of you that wants to do that, but at the same time, maybe there's a part of you that really does. Mm-hmm. But you're just not fully there in your head to fully commit. Yeah. Right. In uh, in more cases than not, it usually ends with both parties separating, and then that dude being like, "I fucked that up mm-hmm. because like I wasn't ready, or like I lost like a good thing or or anything else with that." So it's a like guys, we have our own insecurities. Totally. They, they run really deep and we're not used to talking about them where I feel like with women, you guys are more inclined to discuss those things with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times guys don't do that with their other male friends. They don't talk about the insecurities. So it's just yeah. deep down inside burrowing. And um, and we don't know how to uh, we don't know how to communicate it. That's the main one. Because I'm sure if we did communicate it with our partner or the person that we're casually seeing, they'd probably help us navigate through it. Um, but it's when we just kind of bear the weight on ourselves and you end up out finessing yourself. So that was deep, Mike. Uh, that was good. That was some that? good explain. That was a good mansplain. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> Do we have any more guys? No, I think that's it. That's it. That's all folks. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I have one more. Oh, all right, this one isn't like a user submitted one. This is just one that's happened to me a few times. And I know it's probably happened to other girls out there. Yeah. But like you go on a date with someone and in your head, you hit it off enough for like a second date. Like you mm-hmm. the date ends up going like you go for like a coffee and it ends up like extending to like a four hour long date. You can't stop talking. You have a lot in common. Yeah. And then you just like don't hear from them again. Like what? Ha- what happened? <laughs> How many dates have you been on? Say like like a first date. Your first date. Yes. You guys have hit it off. Mm-hmm. You're vibing, and then all of a sudden it just goes 
ghost that goes yeah. sailing. And I like feel like when you've hung out for like the date has gone on for like yeah. four or five hours, like mm-hmm. at that point, like if you really didn't like me, why don't you just cut it short? Mostly, I believe at that point, you probably fuck. Okay, this is just my opinion. You, no, just say it. Yeah, I, won't, I won't be offended. You probably was not. You were. You probably weren't the only person he was talking to. Yeah. Um. Maybe he was still talking to an ex or mm-hmm. someone that he's in a relationship before, and now that opportunity with that person's maybe actually like come back around. Mm-hmm. So instead of investing in something new, you invest in something that's comfortable. Yeah, that's so fair. That definitely could be a. That's most like the, that's the first thing I usually go to when it comes to something like that. Why someone would just disappear? Mm-hmm. Because most likely, maybe someone else came in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you because again, you guys only chilled once, right? Yeah. It totally, no, it's like, I. I feel like I've never been like offended. It's more just yeah. you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have a question though. Yeah. Like, have you reached out to them and they just haven't gone back to you, or it's like the, I'm thinking like this hasn't happened recently to yeah. me, but like. There was definitely a few instances where, yeah, we'd go on a date, say, went on forever, like, spent however many hours together. And then afterwards, we'd, like, text me, like, oh, like, I got home safe. I had so much fun tonight. Like, oh, I had so much fun, too. Like, we should hang out again soon. And then you, like, either you just, like, kind of never hear from them again or it's, like, very, like, fizzles out. Like, you don't really, like, talk. There's, like, no follow through for, like, a second hangout. And you're, like, okay. Even though the date just went so well. Yeah. Yeah, Or, like, and it's, like, one of those very obvious it went well, not just being, like, it was one-sided, you know? Like. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So, like, I know we kind of touched on, like, in our ghosting episode when we talked about mutual ghosting. But I just, just another thing to think of, like, I mean, maybe this guy really did have a good time, but he maybe because you never know what's going on in the other person's life. He also could have just been like, I don't know if she was that into me. Mm -hmm. Like, you never never know. So if you don't reach out, you don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, put a fucking end to ghosting, first of all. Second, (laughs) if you are curious and Uh you don't feel that it's a mutual ghosting situation, you had a good time, then message them. Yeah. Just ask because it's better knowing than not. You know, at least you tried. You put in the effort. Totally. But I feel like it'd be... I feel like if a guy was even unsure he would still attempt like some kind of conversation afterwards to literally phase out like mm-hmm. something else came up whether it was someone else or if it was himself like i've had that where um like after after my breakup last year i remember going out on a date with someone and it was a great date fantastic date went mm-hmm. out for a few drinks went out for dessert after had like a whole makeout and everything else with that after the date and then like left her and we walked her to her place and left her <laughs> and left her on the street <laughs> who is this I'm just kidding walked her back to her place and after I got home and I was like no that was great awesome I sat down turned on TV and out of nowhere I literally got a flash of my ex and I was just like it was like boom and I'm like I'm not really wow. Famous. Oh, fuck. Okay. That, I'm not thank you. That's, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. But I messed her. I didn't phase out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah. The response. I don't think this is, and it was really tough for her because she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, we literally course. had, like, mm-hmm. a great, what are you yeah, talking it's so about? Frustrating. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You wow. tried to explain it and it just, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. It could be so many like reasons. It could be so many reasons. true. It could be that they're not question. even, maybe they're currently in a relationship and they're cheating on their <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. literally don't you know. And they're just like, what am I yeah. doing? They feel guilty. Like, just anything yeah. could be happening. Endless. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those situations where if I'm still having flash of my ex in my head, yeah. I don't want to start something For new. Sure. Yeah. Because that's unfair to you. responsible. Yeah. 
I think. Aww. Yeah, I think a lot of the time, like, that exact story, like, guys think they're ready. And sometimes women think they're ready, too. And mm-hmm. then you go on this amazing date. You meet this, this amazing person. But really, like, you're just really not ready. It's too yeah. soon. It's, it's too soon. Too exactly. Soon. Like, it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for mansplaining these things to us, yeah, Mike, and our think. listeners with their burning questions. Their burning questions. Nice. Um, we are going to transition over to um, what we like to call the dating hall of shame. For those that are, for some reason, just tuning in on this episode. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, what the fuck? Where have you been? But this is where Welcome. we shame people yeah, for having awesome. horrible dating Welcome. profiles. Welcome. So, Stay a while. Um, do you, does someone want to go I'll first? I'll go first. Okay. Mine's um, short and sweet. Um, so this guy, it's a black and white photo. His name's Vincent, 31. His bio is sugar daddy at sugar daddy. <laughs> um, his bio is DTF only fuck on coke dot dot. And, and then his, and then his photo is just like of his like torso down. He's wearing sweatpants and you could see his like penis bulge. And it's, oh, his dick can ring. I see it? Okay. Well, does he have a V cut? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, yes. No, yeah, no. He has a, he's got a V cut and it's like, there's like a can of Coke just like coming can out I of it. Can I see? Oh, a can of <laughs> Maybe. What are Like they, longer than that. Like, he actually put a can of Coke No, no. In it's, it's like, it's like those like, um, Arizona. Let me see. Iced teas. Those can Okay. Of that doesn't even look real. You don't see. know that. <laughs> it's like a tall boy. Right. I mean, that could be a dick. That could be a dick. That could be a dick. I've seen a many a large penis yeah. in my life. So anyway, mm-hmm. it's like why? I mean, I at least like you this fuck guy. At least this guy, you like, know, how does puts he it fuck out there. on coke? Like, how does this dick even get hard <laughs> exactly. when you're like on coke? Well, you know what this guy's looking for. Yeah, exactly. At least he's up no front mixed about messages. What he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on, honestly, hey, hey, if you just want to fuck and do coke, then you're, yeah. there's a girl out there for you. So and he's a one rounder, like. To pump that much blood into your dick yeah. after you bust, you're done. You're passing <laughs> you're the dead. Talk You out. pass out. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> he, he goes, duh, duh, duh. His brain is just shot. <laughs> I'll go uh, next. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I have Jesse. Jesse is 25 years old. Um, he's a line cook. And uh, this is his bio. I'm super lit. I like to stay up all night and do nothing. Occasionally, I'm a sad boy, spelled B-O-I. Oh Good news is he's six feet tall and he sometimes works out. Unless he's the Joji, but anyway. He smokes weed frequently and he doesn't know if he wants kids, but guess what? He's conservative. Um, just to give you a visual, this is sad boy Jesse, y'all. That is a sad <laughs> oh boy god, picture. Oh my god, he's sad. Oh my god, he's oh, not. Man. Also, I'm sorry, like not to like shame people for like appearances, but eyebrow piercings were so fucking blink 182 like oh, yeah. back yeah. in like mm-hmm. 2001 Sal do you know him did you used to chill with him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <Any> emo days <laughs> and then look at all of his sad boy pictures like he's covering his Why face looking all pouty so honestly sad. and I'm not like and he's the type of guy he just looks like he I don't know and like look at these weird braids I don't understand him and he's a white boy like stop it dude I don't know what you're doing what braids Where's look the braid? at these braids um, mm, first of all, you're appropriating culture. So here, like Tom McDonald's. Yeah. Anyway, so it's sad boy Jesse. Okay, so mine's like really straightforward. I don't even know what his name was because I only screenshotted this one photo <laughs> in his profile because you, I know how we all, except for maybe Sal, feel about um, men with cats. <laughs> Mm, oh no. my 
my goodness, those look fake. Are they photoshopped? Yeah, it's photoshopped. It's photoshopped. I mean, it's probably for photoshopped, no, but it's still an awkward it's choice very, for a photo. It is. I mean, and he's done a very good job of photoshopping his face that it could almost oh, be real. Okay, I have a question. Why is he topless with these cats? Why is he, <laughs> is he topless? Oh, he, does he have pads on? <laughs> yeah, he's I think topless. so. Yeah. It's just a, an, an odd choice. It's a very for a dating weird profile. Picture. Oh, I thought I saw cat. I thought, yeah. thought I saw thigh. That's why I was asking if he was. Clearly gets a lot of. So person. there's that, and I oh. actually realized that I think someone actually sent this to me because the screenshot says Rogers, and I'm with Bell. But uh. so who? Thank you for whoever sent me the cat man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Nice. Well. I'm off the hook. You're off the hook, as always. Thank you for mansplaining. Thank you for mansplaining. Agreed. But also, thank you to all of our listeners for continuing to listen every Wednesday. Uh, Don't forget to tell your friends, because you know what? We don't do, like, promos anywhere else. So all of our listeners and our new listeners are because of you guys. So Yeah, and we only have so many friends, so... That's true. <laughs> After we do the Friends episode, everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for spending your hump day with us. And until next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Somebody Date Us. And make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode.